uh, well, we're recording. Not really. The mic, the mics are hot. Intro. I don't have an intro. Metal Gear. I don't know. <laughs> Colonel, what's a card game doing here? <laughs> That's not bad, actually. <laughs> well, there you go. I just figured something out. Here, let me silence Discord because people are getting chatty and it's distracting. How do I, uh, oh, I could just do, uh, uh, nah, I don't think a way does it. You have to do like, do not disturb. They changed, they changed discord. So now I have to figure out where stuff went. I, God damn it. Discord. How do I, I used to know how to do, how to do it. And now I don't remember how to do it. The fuck. Oh, what the fuck? What? It used to be like a simple click and now like, oh, here it is. Do not disturb. Sounds good to me. Oh, fuck. Anyway, I kind of hated playing this game. <laughs> we'll talk about it. I'm just going to go into the thing because I don't, I don't, I don't, I really don't have any kind of plans. Yeah. All right. You're not going to wait till I intro? Well, uh, we got we got to announce what what podcast this is because people might not know what they're listening to. <laughs> I thought you were going to say that was stupid or whatever, but I mean, it's kind of true. You're listening to PlayStation Power. I'm George, and with me is Greg. Oh, no. Punished punish Snake? Is that what you're trying to talk about? More like Punish George. I, ah, fuck. So, we're talking about... We're talking about Metal Gear Acid. And what are you talking about? Yeah, 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 yeah. He tried. Whoa! Spin-off game to a popular franchise. Yeah, Metal Gear Acid as uh, a PSP game that came out in Japan, December sixteenth, two thousand four. North America saw it March twenty second, two thousand five, and. Europe saw it September 1st, 2005, developed by Konami Computer Entertainment Japan and published by uh, Sega. No, Konami. This was a launch game? I haven't heard of this game until like a few years ago, so that's weird. Metal Gear. It's gone off the... Well, okay. 
you're telling me that the first game was you you you're telling me the first game wasn't off the rails. You're telling me the second game was off wasn't off the rails. You're telling me the th oh okay the third game actually really wasn't that much off the rails, but no, we're talking about Metal Gear Solid series, not just Metal Gear in general. It it is, but like we're talking more about like Metal Gear Solid because it's more relevant than those first two games. Uh, I wouldn't call it RPG. It's more of like a strategy turn-based card game. I mean, Call of Duty has RPG aspects. Does that make it an RPG? Ooh. <laughs> Got you with that one. I mean, I get what you're saying, but I wouldn't call it an RPG. Yes, I mean we could debate about this for the next hour. We we certainly could, but <laughs> I say it's not an RPG just because you get points and you can unlock cards that give you better attributes and skills doesn't mean it's an RPG. Anyway, that's that was yep. Uh, I won't be screaming for the for the next two months now. Um, that wasn't even really screaming, but. <laughs> just getting a little loud with it but yeah melgar acid is a i don't know i guess i'll call it a turn-based strategy card game in a way so um oh boy so this game totally gave me the vibe of hey kill everybody because honestly i couldn't find a way to do a lot of uh stealth in a lot of places well excuse me <laughs> no continue I must have missed something because when I got to the part where um, you have to go through the, um, not the holding cells, what the fuck, the, the living quarters or whatever, um, that first guy you encounter, there's no way to get getting around him other than straight up trying to murder him, but like the game gets so brutal so quickly that like, by the time you actually finally take care of him, the alarm goes off, you're, you're, you're on alert, and then more people come out and they end up shooting you, and you have a chance to get away, but that may not happen and then they just kill you. Um, I've gotten to the very end of that first scenario with the, uh, with the holding cells where you have to find the guy, and then he gets, and then he gets murdered. 
So then you and then you find this the the other protagonist and you're both together. Uh, I got that far, and then I kept getting murdered because I either didn't have the card at the right time or the fucking game is dumb. I there is a lot of problems that I feel like the tutorial did not even clear up for me. No, it it's fine. It lets you know how to play the game with the basics. The bare minimum stuff, but other than that, it, it's fucking, I, there was stuff that was lost on me, and if I could figure out how to use that stuff, it would probably help a lot. Yeah, I, so, it is, it, it, it is, would you, would you like to start? Right. That's why you have those cards that remove uh, your cost by a bit. That's actually, I've actually come in situations where like using that was very helpful so Go into a cardboard box. Yes. They're all themed by the different games. Yep. Oh, it, it is. It's really nice. I, I like that because there's like, oh, hey, this is kind of a callback to the first game. This is a callback to the second game. <laughs> yeah um 
I, I kind of like the structure because it's not all about, it, it's, it's not like the other games where you're constantly running through this, um, huge map. Like what's going on is, um, and it, it's kind of, it, it's kind of like, um, the Dynasty Warriors games on PSP in a way where, uh, you can select an area to go to. You can even skip certain areas. So like, let's say you go through the office and you needed to go to the le- to the the west side to like go and get something for the east side instead of going through the office again. Once you get that one item, all you have to do is leave the map that you're in and then you go back to the the selection map and you select the area you need to go to and it just goes through all that. But what's nice is you can redo areas again and get points and those points are used for unlocking um or uh buying new cards from uh certain decks and whatnot so that's that's pretty cool you can grind your way but like also you can't just keep buying cards like those decks that you can buy from have a limited amount of cards so it's it's eh i you know why why not just let me unlock those cards then you know so it's 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 limited but it's it's an interesting type of system not all of them when you start out you have um you have weapons that you that you use right away once you find the second protagonist it's all the equip stuff which they did not teach you in the tutorial as far as i remember because i was like how do i use this yeah, it's like, oh, okay, I'm I'm gonna equip it. Okay, cool. How do I use it? And, and it's just like, I I don't know, man. Just figure it out. It's like I can't because there's no button to fucking select a weapon to use or whatever. So it's like you're running around with all these weapons that are equipped, but you can't fucking use them. Great, thanks. Yeah. Right. So to to move, you move on you move on these squares. It's not free movement. You're moving on squares, so it's it's all plotted out, um which is which is nice uh because it's uh it's more tactical that way. You can see enemies' line of sight and, and whatnot. So, you know, oh, okay, I can go here and not be seen. It's it's good to know where you could go with uh with so you know where you can't be seen. But um <clears throat> excuse me, the one thing about all of this is that uh the movement you uh if you don't if you don't have any movement cards in your, your current hand, um if you wanna move you have to you have to sacrifice a card and that's kind of the big part too, because it's like, do I want to sacrifice the chaff grenades? Do I want to sacrifice uh, the guns? Do I want to sacrifice the melee combat? Like, you don't know what you're gonna need, so you kind of need to uh, partially plan out and also kind of be lucky and try to guess, you know, what you're gonna need. Um, I mean, you're you're able to see a good amount of the map, uh, not including interiors, or if you're in inside, you can't see outside. So you still have to kind of guess and whatnot, but, um, 
if you're in if you're outside you can see everything that's kind of going on so you have a generally good idea unless you're starting inside then you're you might be fucked but yeah the camera is really iffy because um in certain areas when you try to turn it it'll like move it will manipulate the camera in a way that you can't see anything and i mean anything like you'll just see the wall of a building and it's like well fuck i i need to see like over here or over there um i, I mean you can move the camera around yes but when you when you are um asphyxiated or when you you're on snake uh that camera is bad so you when you want to look to where you want to go you move that camera before you start moving snake because that that camera that's stuck on snake is not great because you can move it with the the thumb nub you could do that but again when you turn the camera with the with lnr that camera's just gonna fucking go all over the place and it's only top down i wish there was a way to either zoom out more or zoom in so it's like um like an orbit camera kind of where you're like you can look behind them or in front of them or whatever instead of just being only able to look uh straight down that would be nice i don't think so because because you can zoom around really quickly. Like, I played this on a legitimate PSP. Like, I have this game. I have that. I have this and the sequel. And I, I played this straight from UMD on my PSP. And there was no frame rate issues or, or anything. I don't think it's a limitation. I think it was a limitation of design, to be honest. Yeah. It was just like, they just didn't think about it. I mean, again, it's... Konami, I don't know if the team didn't work on anything like this before or or what it was because, you know, they're used to making Metal Gear games, not these types of games. Was it Kojima's team? Because Kojima was a producer on this game. He didn't have he didn't have all of his influence on it, but but it still is some sort of Kojima game. Oh, it's, uh, see, this is the thing. Like, I really enjoy, like, all the, all the story beats, but, like, there, there are parts of this game where I, I'm just like, I did this, I did this level, like, five times already, and I still can't get through it. So, it's really fucking rough. Right, okay. Yeah. The graphics are yeah, no, I played this and I was like, this is great. So I don't know if you had this kind of feeling feeling, but when I first saw Snake, and actually when I see him anytime, it doesn't it feels it feels like an imposter snake because just the way that was he was designed like it totally looks like snake but it looks like somebody who kind of looks like snake is in the game you know what i mean it it i don't know what it is maybe it's just the hair because because in like all the games 
or most of the games, he doesn't really have hair like that. So maybe that's what it is. It was really weird to me. It, he, he just looked a little weird. Which is a weird thing. I don't... Mm. Uh, in, 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 in what game? He, uh, I mean, Snake is, how old is he? He's, he's old, but he's not old by the time of Metal Gear Solid 4. He's like 30 or something. He's like 30 something, but he's like a 60 year old man because, right. Well, it's not just, he looks a lot older. It's that he technically is older. Um, he might have, he might not be on this planet for, you know, as long as he is, but that's how old he is. Um, oh my God. Do you want to get into that? <laughs> uh, so there's this thing called, <laughs> so there's this thing. Oh God. But yeah, no, it story, story stuff. Just a, just a quick summary on the story stuff. Something was implanted or not implanted, but something was used on these soldiers, uh, such such like Snake that made them age much quicker. So I believe Snake is in his like thirties or something, but he's like a six he's like a sixty year old man or something though. Uh, in in like Metal Gear Solid Four. Yeah. Okay, so he's like a 70-year-old man, but he's like in his very early 40s. That's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, you know, it, it's it's almost like if, they had cards like like it was a card that you can actually buy because it it's definitely has like a trading card vibe where it's like it's got the name it's got the picture it's got the description it's got like the cost and everything else on it and it tells you how to use it and whatnot so like there's a bunch of design work like put into that instead of it just being like oh it's a picture with the number or whatever it's a card and if you hover over it it tells you stuff no like Oh my god. That'd be crazy. But um yeah, I just this game is rough though. I just I've had so many problems with it like gameplay wise because it's like So there there is the there are these cards um that are like character cards, so they're like kind of specific cards. 
And what some of these do is some of them are some of them are like attacks, some of them are like sort of buffs and whatnot, and some of them are just like like action things like oh this just does healing or whatever and it heals you over time or whatever, which is very useful. Make sure you have that one in there. But um, there are ones that are like adds plus fifty percent hit, but you have to equip it on a weapon. And for the longest time, I was like, how the fuck do I put this on a weapon? So like I had like my FAMAS and my fucking um, uh, SOCOM, like, in my hand. It's like, how do I equip it on these? And it's like, the game just doesn't tell you. And then it turns out, oh, no, there's another set of weapons that you have to equip, and then you can put that stuff on there. And it's like, okay, I I, I gave up, and I tried using the automatic deck builder, and it, and it put these cards in here. I can't fucking use these cards. Why did you put this in here? So there's that shit. Um, which is dumb because again, they just don't tell you anything about that. And then I finally get to a part where somebody has like weapons that you equip and it's like, okay, it's equipped. How do I use it? So I, I'm fucking trying to, uh, survive this assault, this, this like actual assault from the storyline where people are chasing me and trying to kill me while I'm trying to get away. And I can't defend myself because I have a bunch of weapons that I have equipped, but I can't use them. So the game is not very good on telling you how to do that stuff. And is just, it's just brutal in general because I mean, sure. I have no problem with, okay, I fucked up this stealth section like three times. That's my fault because I could have certainly done it better. And at some point I eventually did, but there are parts where it's like, this doesn't seem like I could do the stealthy at all because there are enemies everywhere and there's nowhere for me to go except for through the enemies. And what's even better is that you have these weapons and some of them don't even kill them automatically because you get, you get to a point where enemies start having a bunch of equipment and it's like, this guy has ceramic armor or whatever. Now he, now he takes away, uh, now he's, he's nullified 80 damage and then he starts getting hurt. And it's like, well, I just punched him and kicked him over, but he got up and then I shot him with the FAMAS and he still hardly took any damage. Now he's on alert and I'm being shot at by everybody and their mother now and I'm dead. So it's fucking ridiculous. I feel like I had to get lucky on some of those scenarios. I don't feel like it's a learning curve because like I said, like I've, I've come up to, to areas where I felt like I really couldn't do any stealth because the only area I could go is where there's a bunch of enemies and I can't sneak behind them because there's no space and I can't sneak the other way because there's no space. So I'm stuck literally having to either throw a grenade or a stun grenade or shooting them and killing them or, or whatever because there's literally no squares for me to get around them. And maybe I'm missing something, but when you play the same fucking level for, for five plus times, you get fucking annoyed and it's like, well, I'm going to try this or this or this. I mean, I finally got to like the end of it. And then it's like, oh, Hey, people are attacking you. You can't attack back because you don't know how to use these weapons. And then I just died and I was like, well, this is, this is it for me because I just, I just can't. I put so much time and effort into this, the same fucking mission, the same area. And it's just like, oh, hey, 
thanks for trying and thanks for getting to the end after trying it for five times five plus times yeah we're just gonna take all that progress away from you and say fuck you and it's like you know i just can't be bothered it's just it, you have to have patience for this game and you know you have to have patience for the a lot of the other metal gear solid games like the actual mainline games sure but like at least you can kind of try and this game is just like i feel like i'm kind of closed in in some spaces and i can't do much and and like i'm also like on top of that i'm also like kind of weak because the stuff that i have that i can use against the the enemies is sometimes just not enough am am i not being creative enough maybe not maybe i'm getting a bad hand when i need a stun grenade and i'm not getting one i i don't know but uh, i'm having a, a problem with this game where i i can't get much further because it just seems way too brutal for you know my position in in the game and the story and everything because i'm you know, I, I played for well over five hours and I just, I just got to a point where there's a solid brick wall and I'm trying to break it with a stick, you know? Oh yeah, I found the C4. Thanks, Greg. But yeah. Yeah, and I I really want to get through this game because it's really cool, and I really I'm I really like the story and the feel and whatnot, and the gameplay is pretty cool. But it just feels like the scenarios are just not well, or some of the scenarios, not all of them, some of the scenarios are just not well made because you know it feels like I need to have better cards or whatever, but I can't get them because I'm not far enough in the game. And I've already bought as I've already bought as many Metal Gear Solid One cards as I can, and those are the only cards I can buy. I even have the rare card from that deck, which helps a lot, which is the uh, the one that knocks out everybody in the area. That one's really helpful, but, like, still, I feel like I'm just, I'm still very, uh, I'm still really struggling, and it's just, I, it's problematic. Yeah, it, it's like, for me, it was like, all right, we're going to stealth through this because it's probably going to be a little bit easier than just blasting through all the enemies. And I was I was doing that. I was doing it. I was doing it. And then, like, the more and more I played, it felt more and more like I had to kill more and more enemies to just get past them because there, there are some that are just like, they just stay in the same place and they're looking at you. And it's like, that's the only area, like... I, I don't know. It, it's. Yeah, but that's that's different because you can totally stealth a lot of them, a lot of the areas in the mainline games if you wanted to. But like in this game, it really felt like 
the further I went, the more I had to kill people. I don't know. I'm going to have to like watch some. I wonder if somebody like did like a speed run on this game or something. I'm going to have to see how they played it. I'm going to have to see how they did stuff because I, like I said, I honestly feel like I have to go and brutally murder almost everybody in the area just so I could get through. Is it better? Okay. Cause I did, I did buy, uh, I did buy the sequel, uh, somewhat recently for, um, s a little bit amount of money, but okay. So I'm, I'm looking forward to, to playing that game at some point then. Yes. No, but it's still, it's still good. Oh, cool. They gave th those portraits, a lot of them gave me a, um, a like feeling of like JRPGs from like the, the late nineties on like PlayStation. Yeah, that's what those portraits that's what kind of feeling those portraits gave me. Kind of, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I I I I liked all of them. I didn't find any problems with them. <laughs> oh. Oh my, yeah. It's balls to the wall, like almost instantly because there's the fucking, well, okay. So what this is, what this is about is, um, so the, <laughs> this is going to be weird, but there's like a terrorist hijack of a plane carrying a, um, Senator, which is a very important politician who might likely be, um, some sort of, uh, presidential candidate in the future. And, uh, like I said, the, the plane is, um, hijacked and the terrorists demand some sort of research project or some info on it or something from somewhere in Africa. Um, No, it's uh, Pythagoras. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I don't know. Right, and and there was a team that was sent in before Snake that was just killed, just just obliterated. Yeah, it's just, yeah, that's base. That's, that's 
basically the story, but also like they're on on the plane. There there's some weird shit going on. Yes. I feel like this is one of the darker games. I don't want to say I don't want to say it's the darkest because I kind of feel like um what Metal Gear Solid 5 did was pretty fucking dark. Um because there's because uh qu quickly Metal Gear Solid 5 um there's stuff about um um there's uh things about rape and also uh things like uh putting bombs in people's intestines and uh and putting bombs in in uh underage girls vaginas and um yeah also there's that one scene that they um partially censored in japan where you're opening up uh said girl's uh uh stomach and you uh see all her organs it's really it's pretty censored in the japanese version that's technically why there's a few reasons but technically the um, American versions of the Metal Gear Solid games are uh, considered canon even by uh, the creators because it's a little more uncensored and also they prefer the um, American voice acting, of course. Yeah, but um, there's stuff like this that's just basically completely uncensored, um, whereas in Japan some, some stuff is censored. So there's uh, that. <laughs> I yeah well when it comes when it comes to the dolls yeah it's like what is going on yeah but I mean like he he wasn't like fully hands-on so he didn't do every single thing so yeah it, it kind of does i just it's like i just want to know what they were thinking when they came up with the marionettes and why they made him like because sure there's murder and metal gear games and whatnot but like this is just like really dark the way it is because it's just like oh we're just gonna murder people for fun and then we're just gonna carve their eyes out and shit that's like, whoa, that's, that's a little, like, that's a little too much for a Metal Gear Solid game. What? Oh my god, you just ruined the story for me. I would actually like to play that, that battle through the through the way that the game plays. I'm sure it's tough, you know? I'm sure. 
Oh. Yeah, I uh, I do, like I said before, I do want to see the end of this game, but um, it's getting, it, it, it just got rough kind of quickly for me, so I'll play this in the background once in a while and, and see if I can make some headway. Yeah. Okay. Oh, are you reading this off of like a Wikipedia article? Okay. It's got 3D this and it's got nice particle effects. And it's like, what? Oh, that's good. Oh, wow. Okay. It's got a two in front of the name. That's a big difference. Oh. Yeah, it's a one-on-one -on -one type of sneaky sneak type of deal. Yeah, you can you can steal it from uh, the other player, so stealth is uh, necessary. What? I've never heard of this. Probably. Oh, Japan. Um, yeah. Honestly, I, <laughs> I if uh, the, I think the next Metal Gear game that we're gonna cover portably is is not gonna be Acid Two. No, it might be like Portable Ops or or. Uh, Peace Walker. I don't have portable ops actually. That's the that's the only one I don't have. I think. Oh, it's really good. They um, they they remade it um, on the uh, collection that they made for 360 and um, PS3. So um, if you're interested, you can pick that up for cheap. So you could you could play it that way, like legitimately, if you want, because I know you have a 360. Uh, I don't know if it was expanded, but they like ported it to like mobile phones. Remember, this is, um, I think it was like a year later they did that. So it was like 05, 06. So it definitely wasn't smartphones. Uh, actually, I think it was like some sort of, actually, I think it was kind of coded in Java. So it might be like, you might be able to actually like emulate it or something somehow if you really wanted to, if you could find the files. But I mean, let's be honest here. If you can find the files to the, the Saints Row mobile games and, and play them somehow, you should be able to find the, that game somewhere online. Yeah. Yeah, those Saints Row mobile games aren't good because mobile games were garbage back then.
Oh yeah, no, usually the, that stuff is Japan only. Just like the how they fucking ported Shin Megami Tensei to phones and it's like, oh wait, nope, we're only doing it for Japan. It's like, fuck. You mean an acronym? Acronym? I never, no, 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 I, I'm confused. I've never heard it said like that. Hmm. Right. Right. Well, there you go. I didn't know that. That's pretty cool. Yes. Well, I mean... This is, again, this is, um, and I'm, I believe we talked about this before, but this is an era where they tried to do different stuff, whereas today it's like, oh, I don't know, we'll just make another shooter and we'll make it play like this game or we'll make it play like that game. It's like, I really miss when developers really tried something in a game and, you know, maybe it stuck, maybe it didn't stick, but, you know, that was kind of what was so great, like... That's why a lot of PS2 games are so fucking different from each other, whereas you play games today, and you play, you play it on your PS4, or your, your Xbox One, or your PC, and it's like, oh, hey, I'm going to play this game. Oh, it's just it's an open-world shooter type of game. Okay, I'm going to play this game now. Oh, it's another open-world type of shooter. Oh, I'm going to play this one. Oh, it's a multiplayer, uh, like, PUBG type of game. Okay, cool. I'm going to play this game. Oh, it's like another PUBG. Oh, this one's like another PUBG. It's like, it's, you don't see a lot of, at least a lot of bigger games trying new things. It's always like, oh, we got, we got, we got to make a safe game. So, so we make sure that, that people buy and they like it because if it's, if it's different than anything else, people are going to have a shit storm. So, yeah. Um, I'm glad that they tried this because it was, it was, it's pretty cool frustrating fucking frustrating i still want to get through it though um and you know i really would like to see bigger companies or, or generally anybody just try something new at some point yeah Uh, so I, I, I like card games depending on, on how they work and whatnot. Um, I, I like, I, I do like this game. It's just very fucking frustrating and I'm very annoyed by it right now. Um, 
Yeah, but um, you say there's not a lot of car. I'll, I'll agree with that there's not a lot of tactical, turn-based type of strategy card games, but there are card games out the ass in this era of, of video games. Um, right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I gotta figure out how these equipable weapons fucking work. Or like some sort of tutorial made by somebody who knows how to play the game. How do you do that? I don't even... I didn't even see a password system. Oh, okay. Hmm. All right. Yeah. Yeah, there's going to be, um, there's going to be some surprising games that we'll come across, um, just on the PSP itself. Uh, maybe I feel like they would have to put more into it. Um, because when you're playing a console game, it, it, I don't know for a console game, it seems kind of lacking in some areas. You know what I mean? Whereas like, the, like a lot, of, it's definitely made to be pick up and play like, um, in, 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 in terms of, I have like 10 minutes, let me do like a couple of areas or whatever. Whereas like. Um, when it comes to like a console version, I feel like there has to be a little bit more to it. Um, because it doesn't feel that in depth with a few, a, a few things to be like a console game. It feels kind of limited. And when you have that power of the console and also the mindset of, okay, I'm sitting down. I have at least like an hour or something to, to play this game. You know what I mean? It's kind of limited for that type of gameplay, whereas, like, you want to play for up to, like, half an hour or something, maybe. And it's like, yeah, you can do that. You know, go through the story or, you know, just get through some areas and get some equipment or whatever, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that might that might sound about right for that type of game.
Okay, yeah, well, I'm going to try to get through this. Like I said, I'll play it a little bit here and there in the background or whatever and, and see see where I can get. See if I don't fucking get too pissed off with it. Uh, yeah, so, uh, yeah, I guess we're done here, huh? All right, cool. Um, Just uh, one, one little quick thing. Um, pricing. So... Uh, I've seen this game sold between 425 um used up to 1550 used um in between there there was actually some um like uh packins so either it came with like um peace walker or um uh portable ops or the sequel but uh these prices are for like the game itself and um factory sealed i've gone i've seen go all the way to like 45 dollars uh for the north american version i think the japanese version's cheaper something like that so yeah anyway um we have plans for the next game so um if everything works out with our guest uh we will be covering thrasher presents skate and destroy a skateboarding game that came out actually before i believe a little bit before like maybe two months before or something like that um uh the tony hawk the first tony hawk game and um it didn't get as popular as the tony hawk game so uh we're gonna look at that i'm actually kind of excited to see what this game's gonna be like i've seen a little bit of video and whatnot and then it actually so what's interesting is um there's actually like like ragdoll physics to your character when you bail so yeah playstation uh original playstation ragdoll physics woo possibly i don't know we'll see but anyway um thanks for listening and we want to thank the people who are backing us on patreon uh if you're interested in backing us on patreon you get some rewards you get uh early access to episodes and you you get behind the scenes uh recordings and whatnot uh some good stuff there's there's other stuff uh you don't get uh empty-handed when you uh help back us but i want to thank david michael the one more go show uh my friend matt from canada and lori uh thank you to these people for uh helping us out through the patreon if you want to back us on patreon that would be patreon.com slash the box for it that is the link p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com slash t-h-e B-O-X-F-O-R-T. Uh, let's see. We have a Facebook group, PlayStation Power. Just look it up. And um, we give you some updates on things that are going on and, and whatnot. Um, yeah, we got some people there. Uh, if you want to get in contact with me, you can do so on Twitter at Mr. Chief at M-I-S-T-U-R-C-H-E-E-F. Uh, you can email into the podcast, though, uh, if you're so inclined. Uh, with con- questions, comments, concerns, whatever. PlayStation Power at theboxfort.net. That is PlayStation Power at T H E B O X F O R T dot net. Uh, we also have a YouTube a- account that we post the podcasts up on with um, some contextual uh, gameplay video uh, in the background. So that's cool. I'm working on stuff like Parappa and whatnot right now. Uh, the only thing that's holding me back now is that Parappa is really fucking hard um so 
Yeah, that will come out soon at some point. Hopefully, fingers crossed. Um, yeah, we have a Discord. Um, anyone who's interested can get on our Discord. The link will be in the description of this episode, and uh, you could chat it up with uh, other people who chat it up with us. Uh, Greg, where can we find you? Right. Super Famicom as well. Yep. Oh, I do. How did you know? <laughs> I do Master System Masterpieces where we cover Master System games. That is also family friendly. Um, yeah, it's a good time. Sometimes we talk about the game. Sometimes we kind of talk about the game and then we don't. So... Yeah, actually, believe it or not, we, we, we did Golden Axe last episode. Most of the conversation was actually about the game, believe it or not. So, um, yeah, we'll see what happens with the next game coverage, though. Yeah, and uh, with that, goodbye. You tried. I, You know, you did better than I did, at least. <laughs> you were sitting you were sitting on that for a while, huh?